I'm Misha Adams. And I'm Kevin Abbott. And welcome to Career Compass, the podcast from the Society for Human Resource Management, where we provide you with the guidance on getting that first job and what to do when you have. We're doing that by bringing you conversations we've recorded with HR professionals on a number of career-oriented topics that are applicable to every stage of your career journey. So get excited, because we're about to dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to another edition of Career Compass. Today, we will be having Crystal Granger come and speak with us about internships and her experience being an intern. But before we do, we want to tell you a little bit about our own internship experiences. So, Kevin, do you want to tell us about your most recent internship? Well, Misha, since you so kindly asked, yes, I will. So, the last internship I had actually came after uh, my graduation, and it was actually for a little organization called the Society for Human Resource Management. Yes, for those of you keeping track at home, I work for the place that I interned with. Very cool. Uh, Well, how was that experience? Oh, it was a it was a great experience from my first day in. It was a compound growth of knowledge throughout my three month tenure as an intern, and kind of followed right into a full time position here with the organization. Yeah, it's very cool. We liked Kevin, so we decided to keep him. Um, <laughs> it's a little different than my uh, internship experience. So you know, I did not intern last summer. It's been a little while, but my first internship was as a PR development intern for a nonprofit that specialized in helping um, kids from around the world, um, you know, get medical care that they needed. Um, and it was a really neat experience. And in terms of, you know, the work that I got to do, I got to flex my writing muscles a little bit. But I think the thing that was most important about it for me was it was inspiring. It excited me to you know, about my future in the workforce and, um, you know, getting to see the teams come together and make things happen. That was a really neat experience for me. Um, You know, you don't get that in the classroom. Yeah. And I think the internships that are like that work out really well. I know I had one internship where it was a lot of, a lot of interesting work. And by interesting, I mean, stapling, coffee, unstapling, (laughs) decaf, caffeinated, Somebody asked me to build a shed at some point. You know, it was just I'll a, add that to my list of things. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but just going through at least the internships I've had, the ones that stand out the most to me are the ones where I was brought in and I felt more of like a peer than an intern. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was actually involved in the day to day in the organization and not just there along for the ride and the looking for for looking for brownie points. No, absolutely. And this past summer, I actually had the opportunity to manage one of the uh, interns from SHRM's 2019 summer cohort. And I can tell you right now, our interns do real work among peers in the organization. Um, So it's very cool to see just how critical the things that you learn in an internship are because they do translate directly to important work that needs to happen, uh, you know, in the workplace. We had an intern project that we kind of worked on the whole three month span. And we knew that we were going to be presenting to Sherm's executive team. So that, that knowing that something that we were working on could potentially be used by the organization was something that I don't think you get a lot of other places. Right. Having that context matters. And honestly, got to see the presentation. It was pretty good. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you have to say that because I'm sitting across from you. (laughs) I would tell you otherwise. (laughs) 
So we are actually going to jump into the interview with Crystal Granger. She's going to talk with us about internships, what's important, you know, things to look for and all of that. Very excited to share that with you all. Today we're here with Crystal Granger. Crystal comes to us from Portland, Oregon, and today she's going to talk about everything internship. So, Crystal, to kick off our conversation, why don't you give us a little bit of background about your current role, and then we'll talk all things internships. Thank you. Um, Currently, I work for Harsh Investment Properties, and my gig is specializing in benefits and wellness. Um, Wellness is new to me, but now that I've been in it for almost a year now, I see that it's a really proactive stance for benefits, and it's the most fun part of my job. Um, Why I was interested in YPAC was definitely to be able to give back to the greater HR community because I got so much from them as a student and as an emerging professional. Um, And I just wanted to be able to give that support to other people. Fantastic. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, And you mentioned your experiences as a student and one of the um, it's almost kind of like a rite of passage for being a student is figuring out how to land that internship, how to navigate that whole space. And so we have some questions here today about that. And I'm going to kick it over to Kevin to kind of lead us in that area of what to do to uh, get an internship. So my first question is going to be, how do you suggest emerging professionals should go about and students should go about finding these internship opportunities? Definitely. It's a great question. Um, Well, my own experience starts um, at Portland State University. Um, Most universities have a really great a career Resource Center, and that would be a, a really good jumping off place. I think also a lot of universities host career fairs, um, and a lot of people that show up at career fairs understand that they're still students, and so they have a lot of internships available. But my unique experience was doing a case competition with Boeing, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but I know at least in the HR world, but also supply chain and, and accounting, they host case competitions, and if you are a winner, at your school, you then go to a regional case competition. So my experience was winning at the Portland State chapter, I mean, Portland State uh, level, and then going and being invited to Boeing's campus in Seattle, and then competing with other schools in the Northwest area. And the winner of that, which unfortunately wasn't us, landed an internship. So I think that's a really pivotal area for people to focus on. And I know it sounds like a game, but like a lot of people who's landed those internships ended up with careers at Boeing. And so I know I know it can sound funny, but there's it's a great place to start. Yeah, and I think uh, I like we said about kind of going to these career fairs. A lot of a lot of colleges and universities are now having these. I mean, absolutely massive career mm-hmm. fairs where hundreds of employers are driving up or flying in to you know kind of hit some of these student markets and definitely just getting uh, kind of getting the word out there that when these events do in fact come to your campus that you should be attending them mm-hmm. and you should be pre-planning, I would say. Would you give yeah. any advice on, you know, before you go to a career fair, not just going in there and Definitely. Going, you know what, I'm going to see where the shortest line is and I'm going to go there and talk to those people. Or do you take the approach of planning out who you're going to talk to and what you're going to talk about? Yeah, I think for a career fair, especially because like you were saying, they are so large these days. Most universities have on their website what employers are going to be there. So I always say, you know, with an internship or with a job, it's always best to like do a little research about the company. And for me, I always look at like the values that they're showing on their website. And I try to make sure that those values align with my 
my own. Um, and I would say that is true with internships, even though you might not be interested in a specific industry, you never know what that company has to offer. So always like start there. And then I would approach a job fair, I mean, a career fair or a job fair like you would a job. So I would come suited how you'd want to present yourself for a first interview, because sometimes you never know, like going into a career fair, it could be a first interview. Um, I would also come with like a printed resume, uh, especially for companies that you are already interested in. So you could hand them out. And then I would also just make sure that you had, like one thing we really focused on for our students was to have business cards that you can exchange with, you know, the professional, the employer's business card, and then always follow up. If that's on LinkedIn or just a personal email um, saying thank you for taking the time because they meet so many students, you want to find those things that make you stand out. Right. And I think uh, with the career fairs, a lot of people, especially like freshmen, sophomores and juniors, kind of get scared away with the term job fair mm. when you go there. And most of the time what they're offering are, are internships. It's mm-hmm. just marketed a certain way. So not to, to our to our listeners, not to be afraid to kind of go in there with people who are looking for full time employment, but also going to the same places because you never know if they have an internship program to offer that they're just not marketing or to kind of build that relationship for when you come back in the next years or the years to come to mm-hmm. kind of land one of those full time positions. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's ever too early to get an internship. You know, I feel like at least to Portland State, they really encouraged us to do internships maybe our sophomore year through our senior year, unless you had a job by the time you graduated. But really, it's valuable experience that you don't want to let go and miss just because you're a student. It's really built for students for that interim period in summer. Fantastic. And Crystal, you mentioned something that kind of sparked a question for me um, about kind of value alignment and, um, you know, taking a look at what an organization values and then seeing if it aligns with your own. And then that kind of got me thinking as a student, you know, what are some tips for kind of relaying to students how they would go about defining what those values are for themselves before they, you know, go mm-hmm. and, and do the research for organizations and seeing if, you know, they would be interested in um, interning or anything like that? That's a great question. I think even more so than when I was a student, self-awareness and mindfulness and intention are so much more a part of a student's life today. And and like I feel like in the workplace, as I emerge in the workplace, I feel like it's such a part of our our culture, especially with millennials and hence that follows. So I think just being self-aware and being mindful and just really knowing yourself, right? Like a value that stands out to me is the environment. Like I don't own a car. I ride my bike. Portland's very bike friendly and you're able to do that in the city. So like I wouldn't really want to work at a company that doesn't have bike storage, right? Or doesn't promote the environment in some way. And like I said, you'd be surprised in what industries really are envir- more environmentally friendly, even if you don't think it from the name or the brand. But really just like getting to know yourself. And that's what college is all about, right? Is like finding yourself and like figuring it out when you're not under your parents' roof or whenever that time comes. For me, it was like definitely in my mid-20s and taking the time to explore. And then, like you were saying, align yourself with a company because you're only there for such a short am- amount of time. You want to make sure that it's a- you want to make sure that time was spent well. And that leads me to another question. And thank you for that. Internships, a lot of times, you know, they can be varying lengths. But, you know, as you mentioned, your, you know, typical internship usually isn't that long. Um, So how do you make the most of your time while you're in an internship? 
That is a, that's a great question. I would say after landing the internship, so the internship process, at least from my experience and what I know, is that it really starts much earlier than the summer, right? If you wait until summer to get an internship, it's too late. Like they're all, all taken and you might as well wait for next year. So I always advise people to look, start looking for internships kind of when you start filling out your financial aid, right? So that's like early, like September, October, November, and then internships will fill up and you'll either be slotted for an interview or not by like January, February, March, but like you'll know by like April if you've landed something for the summer or not. And then there's this waiting period, right? So you've got the internship in April, but school doesn't let out till June. I would make sure you do a couple follow-up emails just starting off saying, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Can't wait. Um, Is there anything I can do to prepare for, you know, the start date? And then once you're in and you're kind of doing the daily work, like take it as not only an internship, but a place to network. So I would I would always encourage people to do informational interviews with other people in the company. I'll focus on HR. So if you had an HR internship and you're doing a lot of like filing or generalist work, great. Well, maybe meet with a finance operations lead or the development lead and get to know their jobs as well and make it make it more robust for yourself. Because like you said, it's only three months. So you really want to like get out as much as you can. And that's the best thing about being a student and being an intern is that you have, you have this like shield around you that people are willing to like open up and spend that time engaging with you that you don't really get like once you're in the professional world as freely, right? You have to like make time for it and you've got to like buy the coffees and, you know, do the networking on your own. But when you're an intern and a student, people are way more open to like being courageous and like allowing you the grace to ask questions. And I think one thing that students think about going into these internships is that they're going to, they, they separate them, separate them from their schoolwork and they come home or go wherever and do an internship and then they're done with the internship and then they're back to school. They can put on their resume. But I think what one thing that happened with me was I uh, started with Sherm in an intern role. And I realized that it was an organization that I felt passionate about and I loved the people I worked with and I loved the work I was doing. So kind of trying to leverage that internship into a full-time position. And I now actually work for SHRM. So just letting uh, like our listeners know that an internship is not just a dead end, mm-hmm. that you can use it for an avenue into full-time employment. Yeah. I mean, I was in the same boat, right? I went to Europe for three months after graduating and I got an internship when I returned. So I was also like graduated and then my internship turned into a full-time job at a beautiful nonprofit. And that was my first entry into HR. So it really, you're right. Like it can, it can turn into full-time employment. And, and even if the internship does end over the summer, you know, you have those connections. You can always network those network with those later and possibly get employment when you do graduate, if there is actually an end to your internship. So I agree. And a lot of universities uh, actually use internships for college credit. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced that or can you speak to that at all? Not in, not in my experience. I do, I do know that that has kind of become a more norm where you would pay like tuition at college and then get the credit when you do the internship. But that was not my experience. My experience was just kind of like on my own, like during the summer or after I graduated. I would say, uh, just to touch on your question, that if you could do both, why would you not do both, right? right. You're already paying for college credit. And if you could get paid in an internship role as well, even if that was unpaid because you're getting college credit, you might as well kill two birds with one stone. So if that opportunity does arise or if that is a program at your university, I would recommend um, signing up for it. 
Yeah, so definitely if you are looking to have uh, internships uh, with college credit, definitely check with your university or college to see if that is readily available to you. Fantastic. Thank you both for that. Um, So I do have another question about kind of the relationships that you you build from internships. And and the reality is that sometimes, you know, just maybe even just due to scheduling and school schedules and all of that, that, um, you know, your internship is only for three months. And then it's back to a whole other life for you. Right. Um, So what are some tips for kind of staying engaged with the, uh, you know, the networks that you've built and the relationships that you've made um, from that internship as you kind of continue forward in your professional pursuits? That's a great question and an easy answer in 2019, almost 2020. LinkedIn is such a powerful tool. I don't have other social media, but I do have a LinkedIn and I keep it very professional. Um, I make sure that I only accept people that I do know or I know like from a recommendation. Um, And I would recommend keeping your LinkedIn profile very professional. But like I said, during your internship process, you should definitely try to connect with as many people at that organization as you can. Um, I know at my last organization, we had an intern and he's now just graduating with his master's. And he wrote to us the other day about a question about a, a job and how you go about getting a job. And I just thought it was so brilliant. And it was so nice for me on the employ- employer side to see someone that I worked with two years ago, like finally aspiring to be what they want to be. And so employers will reach back out to you and they will stay connected. So I know and kind of building those relationships in your short two or three months over the summer, but Also, kind of thinking of, Misha, you can speak to this as well, thinking of an internship as kind of an extended interview, pretty Mm -hmm, much, because that at the end of the day is really what it is. It's it's an interview where you're actually doing the work and you're actually a part of the organization and the company can see if you're a good fit for their team or their company. Absolutely. And, you know, just in my personal experience here with Sherm, I, you know, managed an intern this summer and she's still on with us. And you know, a lot of that was because she does great work. Um, And so I think, you know, to Kevin's point, it's sometimes it may look like it's only for a certain period of time or something like that. But I think that, you know, as as the intern, as the as a student, you should just look at the fact that there could be a lot of different opportunities that you may not have originally anticipated, um, you know, going into an internship. Yeah, I would also add to that, too. Um, like you were saying, it's kind of a working interview that they your internship managers or people that you that are in that organization that you're working for can be great recommendations as well. And I feel like, you know, emerging into the workforce, they usually ask for like they do reference checks. And those are the types of people that you can put down, even though it was a, a small tenure. Like if you show up every day ready to rock and roll and you you hit the internship out of the ballpark, they're only going to talk good things about you. Fantastic. And Crystal, just curious, what was what was your favorite thing about interning? Well, that's a great question. I think my favorite thing about interning and this is going to sound really silly, but it was I was I was given a project. Right. So I was there for three months and I was given a project to to like upload everyone's benefit and personnel files into a digital platform. And that's like so 2016 for like a millennial to do. Right. No one else can do that kind of work but us. Um, But what I really enjoyed about it is that it from like an entry, like a very entry, fresh perspective coming straight from college. It gave me the insight of like what types of things people who had been working at a company for 20 years really go through. You know, not only did I learn like what goes where benefit files and personnel, but like like the struggles and the triumphs that people go through and like how much 
how much dedication they have to like the place of employment or how much loyalty the company has to them um, was just really inspiring. And it made me more loyal to that company. Awesome. So. Kevin, what about you? You know, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat there. It's kind of if you're willing to, as an intern, kind of show up every day and it sounds cliche, but, you know, bring your hard hat and lunch pail and, you know, <laughs> get ready to go to work. I think that speaks volumes to a company. And I think when you show your willingness to put forth that type of effort, I think that company will realize the capability that you could bring to their organization and will be just, I mean, 10 times more willing to kind of continue forward with uh, that relationship. Fantastic. And as we wrap up here, Crystal, do you have any other thoughts or any tidbits that, you know, you think would be beneficial for students to take away um, in terms of pursuing internships? Um, I would just like to like reiterate that like applying early is key. You definitely don't want to wait even until spring of the year that you want an internship, all the good ones are going to be gone. But going into 2020 for you guys, I really feel like you should always look for a paid internship. I don't think that you should look for an unpaid internship in 2020. I think you should value yourself enough to at least make that dollar while you're working for those companies. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It has been fun chatting and I look forward to um, talking more about internships and yeah, thank you for joining us. This has been wonderful. Yeah, thank you for having me. Many thanks to Crystal for the conversation about internships. And that's going to do it for us here on Career Compass. Before we get out of here, I want to encourage everyone to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're at it, be sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Also, be sure to check out Sherm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can find all of our episodes and more podcasts on our website at sherm.org slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Career Compass.